This is Get to the Point. I am Joe DeLeon here in the wonderful audio recording studios in Ranger Hall on the University of Rhode Island campus here in Kingston, Rhode Island. I am joined by the farouche Sean Anderson. Do you know wow. what that means? <laughs> I, I don't, man. <laughs> Just what? Let's hear it. It means sullen or shy. Ah, sullen or shy. Yeah. Farouche. Farouche? Farouche? It's F. I don't know how to spell it. I know how it's spelled. I don't know what it means. Would you say uh, Farooch? Rooch is Farooch? Uh, yes. You would. But, but he's uh, Bags Munman, as they call Bags him. Bags Munman. Yeah. He does his little voice. I love Rooch. <laughs> I love Rooch. You know who I don't love? Oh, I, I could probably take a big wild guess. I got who a you lot of people love. that I don't like. This is like no. a big hate filled show for me. Mm. Uh, hate's a strong Ooh. word. No, it's not. Well, we know the main reason why you're mad right now, but tell us the other reason why you're mad right now. Okay. For someone else who abandoned you. Well, all right. I'd like to get uh, Jake's guess. Yeah, thanks for that contribution, Jake. Thanks. Thanks for being here. Let's pull down. Let's let's pull back the curtains for everybody. Just you think they'd enjoy? No, I think they would. I think they would. I, I think I don't Jake know what is going too. on here. I don't know what's going on in this studio right now. We don't have. There it is. Okay. There we go. Okay. Uh, it, it sounded like you sounded like transformer Robo-Cop. in my yeah. ear. Joe's getting calls in the studio. Yeah. Uh, the audio is getting man. stopped. We lost an episode on Friday. Uh, Jake uh. Fire for the third time in a row isn't in studio with us, and he wants to open the show. How are you gonna open the show if you don't want to walk five minutes to the studio, Jake? Dullard. And I'll, I'll say it again, Joe. Uh, he has a better radio connection than either of us. Yep. 100%. And, and how does that... Uh, he thinks he's just going to walk right in. How long have we been doing this show? A year? Yeah. I think about yeah, a year. No, I a think year. we're going to have to rebuy the SoundCloud here soon. a year. Yeah, it's been about a year. Year and a half. Yeah. Well, I, we count that first half? <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> But the dude's like, yeah, I, I want to join the show. I, I, I want to open. I, I have a lot to contribute. I'm like, okay, Jake. All right, you know, we had you on for the Pointless. We liked it. We had you on for a couple more episodes. Think you can contribute. He's very uh, quick pulling up stats that we need. Uh, he's an effective third host mm-hmm. when he's here. The best part, he's not going to hear this. He nope, doesn't listen. Nope, nope. He doesn't air Unless check he's himself. On. No, he actually he doesn't even listen when he is on. No. That's the uh, He wouldn't. They maybe air thing. check himself and he'd <sighs> understand when he's talking away from the microphone and when he's way too close to it. Yep. Yep. Why wait, why can't anything work? Why does nothing work? Why does he not want to work? I'm busy. It's a Sunday. Uh, Do you your work on a Saturday. You can't well yeah, sad okay, that's asking a lot. Okay, but yeah, I mean no, still it's point. five o'clock o- five o'clock on a Sunday night. Yeah. I, what what else are we doing? Eating at butt. Actually, butt's not even open. Do uh, uh, hope is. Okay. You going to Roadhouse after this? Yes, I am going uh, to Roadhouse. I, I, got, I got one more on my punch card. So really? I think, yeah, I think I'm going to go get something. Did ten, I inspire it's you? It's going to take uh, 10 right. I was thinking about it when I was coming in. I'm like, yeah, I could okay, just good. I'm glad I inspired you. You know? I'm very glad I inspired you. And who's not inspiring? Jake Fire. Jake Fire. Now, there's somebody, Let me open. There's someone else who I know <laughs> really boils your blood. Jeez, oh, here we go. You want to jump right into uh, it? Yeah, I would like to. I would love to jump right into this. All right, you. It's also kind of ironic that Jake really badly wanted to talk. He wanted about to talk this, about this. He, he was. D- we, and we waited to do he's it. A baseball so guy we could talk he, about you know, it. Yeah. He said, "I, I wanted to have him on specifically to talk baseball because yep. we rarely do it on this show." Yep. We re- do, right. It's just, it's mostly just football, right? I, I mean, it, we'll talk some basketball. You know, if there's something really interesting, I. But, 
I mean, you and I were just going to scream about LeBron at each other. Yeah, because you know, he's uh, don't, selfish. Don't, you, okay, whatever, man. Just let's get right right to it. Um, Bryce Harper yeah. signed a 13-year, $330 million deal with my Philadelphia Phillies. If you didn't know this, Bryce Harper was formerly on the Washington Nationals. Who is Sean's favorite team? It was pretty satisfying to to come upon that notification on my phone and see the glorious move that occurred towards the end of free agency. That was glorious. It was pretty glorious. You think so? When they the, put a when, smile on my face. When the guy doesn't even know what city he's in, uh, in his he first did, presser. I think he does. When well, he forgot he, that he's not in D.C. You know, that's what it's all about. That's what it, I want to do. You know, We want to bring a title back to D.C. Uh, yeah, we want to bring a championship uh, to D.C. Okay, Bryce, you're in Philly now. He was in D.C. for... Tool. I don't know, he was in for D.C. for a while, so maybe he uh, maybe he forgot where he was, and he was a little lost. Actually, Three, he was, you he think was you'd forget your, where you're at he, for your job for $330 million? Uh... I might. Well, he was in Florida <laughs> at the time. <laughs> I might be so high on the on the I money. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a, an abomination that he would stay in the NL NL East. Mm. It's an absolute abomination. You see what he's doing, Le'Veon? Yeah, they were uh, canoodling over there, sliding into each other's DMs. Yeah. Hey, this is this is what Bryce Harper said to Le'Veon after Le'Veon Bell responded to uh, Bryce's story in like a Phillies jersey. Bryce goes. Hey, come join. Let's take this city by storm. Bring as many titles as we can to the greatest city in the world. Brotherly love. Hashtag secure can, the bag. Can I just say I do have one gripe with this? Although I you do have your lo- one? I do love you, Bryce. You are you know my favorite baseball player now at the moment. But who the hell hashtags in a DM? Like what? Like how uncultured are you, and how much do you lack an understanding of how to use Instagram? That you use a hashtag in a DM. That's your problem with this. That's my problem. He's calling Philadelphia the greatest city in the world. Those horse punchers. Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if I would say that. Those stoop sleepers. Are you kidding me, Philly? (laughs) You came came Philly really fired up. I am fired up. I'm I'm Jake fired up. (laughs) No, just kidding. No, uh, Bryce. uh, I I'm. He's dead to me now, and it stinks because he revolutionized baseball in D.C. He brought it back uh, from the dead, especially when Philly was coming in there hot mm-hmm. right before he came, said, oh, we own D.C., we own Nats Park. And then Bryce comes in, and it's like, oh, I'm reclaiming the city. This is ours. Philly, you're not going to bully us anymore in D.C. And then now and he's going to help yeah, Philly yeah, He's D- going to the team DC. that yep. welcomed him to the league by plunking him in his first at-bat versus Philly. Are you kidding me? That's... That's the guys that you want to go there and win championships for? The, the, yeah. the stadium that booed you every time you were in there? And now the, you're the, you're their, their hero, their star child? You know, they're, it's ridiculous. I mean, you, you can have him. You can have him, Do man. you think he lasts the full 13 years? No. No, not not a chance? Uh, I don't know. He's young. I mean, but I mean, since his rookie year in 2012, Harper has accumulated 922 hits, so I think it's reasonable to assume he'll get to 3,000. Yeah, I think that's pretty reasonable. Right, he's still very young. He's got 184 homers. He's not coming close to that record. Uh, 521 RBIs in the career, 388 on base percentage. He's eclipsed uh, 40 home runs only once in his career. Uh, last season was his first year with 100 RBIs, which he led the NL in. Uh, he had over 150 hits in a year only once, and the only times he led the league in anything were in his 2015 MVP season and last year in RBIs. All he brought to D.C. was a home run derby last year. 
And all I got to see of him in the playoffs was uh, just strikeouts in the bottom of the ninth, especially versus L.A. to close the entire deal there. I think that was two years ago. Yeah, last year was a little bit of a down year for him, obviously not for his RBIs, but it seems like a lot of people were griping about his performances. He had a low batting average, and I was yeah. advocating for him. My yeah. first professional professional article was about, hey, slow down. He's going to be fine. Bryce is, is he's going to be fine. And, I mean, he, he still is – his on-base percentage is still ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's still, I mean, he, he's gets, still a great he player. gets on base. If he's not getting walked, I mean, he he sees the least amount of pitch, uh, pitches in the strike zone than anybody else in the MLB uh, when it's in the, because no one wants to pitch to him. No, he's, I can't imagine they would good. want him. I mean, and, yeah. and people want to flip it up on his numbers and be like, oh, his numbers are so low. Well, he's not seeing strikes. And he stinks. I hate him. Philly. And and the and the radio personalities in D.C. are like, oh, I'm gonna wish him the best regardless. Uh, what what do you what do you get by that? What do you get by saving? Like, are you saving face by saying, oh, I'm above you because I'm not a true fanboy? When they literally go on there and and bellyache about the Redskins for six out of seven days of the week, and they're like, oh, I'm not gonna boo him when he gets back in town. It's the Phillies. It's an NL East rival. You're gonna play them 18 to 19 times a year. You, it's not like he's going to the Dodgers or anyone in the AL. Do you think that when he comes back to play in DC, do you think he's going to get booed? Booed, booed. Not even booed. like a. I don't want him. Not to a get tribute video. Oh, if they do, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to be sick to my stomach if they give him a tribute video for going to that team. You want to buy tickets and go to the game? Oh the first game back. I, I, at, you uh, know what? I back there, back in DC. What do you think? You're coming down to DC. I'll come down to DC. I would. I, it's in April. I'm pretty sure. So what I'd go do down there. You think you're going to stay? Uh, I will sleep on a park bench like most of the residents <laughs> in DC. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, oh, I would just knock on good old uh, Donald's door and ask if oh, I that's can. That's what you're gonna uh, do. If I can, if I can crash on his couch. <laughs> I'm sure he'd let me in. I'm white. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Come on, we're talking sports here. I mean, you. I mean, you. And the Philly fans. I, oh my god! How many texts? Oh, you were one of the texters that that's hitting me up. Uh, happy birthday! Uh, enjoy it. Uh, Bryce is going to the Phillies. Ha ha ha! Oh like, yeah, this is like, on your like birthday. All of you are super. This clever. was on your birthday. Yeah. I completely forgot. Yeah, everyone's super clever. Ha ha! Happy birthday! We have Bryce now. Jeez, was Burke clip. one of the people who texted you? Burke didn't text me. Book texted me, and then about everybody else that I know that's a uh, Philly fan mm-hmm. back home texted me. Gross. It was a gross day. Well, I, I can tell you were holding on to all of that angst, that teenage angst that you have in we regards to Bryce <laughs> Harper. <laughs> no, I got some more. Oh, yeah, I Sean, got some, I got Sean recently turned 18. Uh, he's now an adult. <laughs> on Thursday was Sean's birthday. He's finally 21. Yeah. He's finally 21. I'm still not 21. Uh-huh. But what, how does it feel, Sean? How does it feel to be 21? Uh, I mean, you wait, you wait three years, you know. In college for this day, and then Bryce Harper gets traded to the Phillies on this day. You couldn't have waited one more. Oh, You're gonna whatever. are you gonna share with us the funny story about your first time purchasing oh, oh, alcohol? I want to talk about. Uh, okay, it's a fun. I, little, it's I think a little, it's a fun little story. It's, it's a little it's, bit it's of a, a sidetrack. It's a little It's a little sidetrack. But yeah, yeah, you know, I go into the. You know, I. You know me. I've been like very by the rules here. I, yes. I, you know. At school, I never uh, got a fake ID. No, never went and tried to buy anything from a liquor store. And you're not one of those idiot kids that tried to force their way into bars and stuff. No, like that. Like, never I went to never went to a bar until, stuff, I was, yeah. until I was 21. And <coughs> oh, pardon me, we need a cough button. And then uh, I know, right? 
And then, so I'm like, okay, cool. I'm 21. I can do this now. You know, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be smooth. So I go in, I get what I need to at the, uh, at the, the store close to us. Pure liquors. Yep. And then I, uh, I, I'm walking up to the counter. I'm like, oh, here it comes. Here it comes. You know, he's going to ask for my ID and I can provide it. You know, I'm getting closer and he's like, okay. He rings me up. He's like 50 bucks. I'm like, okay. I just pay for it and I'm, I'm done. And I got no no card, no, no nothing. It, uh. I got such an aggressive text from Sean right after you, you purchased that stuff. And it was just, they didn't card me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to believe this. They didn't card me. Right. <laughs> That's a huge letdown. Right. Going back to the script that we were trying to follow here. Right. The NFL Combine's going on right now. And we're going to get to talking about that a little bit later in the week. With our next episode. You didn't go anywhere this weekend. No. Oh you my watched God. the entire thing, didn't you? Uh, I missed parts of it on Friday because I had stuff to do. Right. But as soon as I got back, I watched the rest of it. I watched the parts that I missed. I literally sat in my room from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. yesterday, and I did the same exact thing this morning with one exception to go get some stuff from the grocery store, and that was it. So I've been I've been watching this stuff nonstop. I've been getting all the names down that I need to know, and I'm very informed with all the storylines. So we're going to be talking about that a little bit later in the week. But there's one major headline that is going to impact the sports world, particularly football, but it will have a pretty big impact on pretty much everything considering the circumstance that it provides. So Kyler Murray measured in at five foot ten and some change, and people were freaking out. They all of a sudden were like, from going from a crowd of people that I remember saying, oh my God, he's too small, no team should even touch him, to oh my God, he's going to be amazing, he's the next Russell Wilson, blah, blah, blah. So now that he's over this height, the narrative is starting to churn that the Arizona Cardinals are going to trade their top 10 pick quarterback, Josh Rosen, and then use the number one overall pick on Kyler Murray. And the reason for this is because Cliff Kingsbury, their newly hired head coach, is in absolute love with Kyler Murray. So it presents this bizarre situation, which we have never seen before. I can't even really think of an instance similar to this in a sport. Maybe the one that comes the closest is when the Lakers traded D'Angelo Russell and then drafted Lonzo Ball. Right. That's so that's, a, that's, the, a good one. that's, that's the closest good, thing yeah. I can think of. But. We have not seen something like this where you have a, a highly drafted player being willing to trade him and then draft someone to replace him almost immediately without even getting a full understanding of what that guy is capable of on both ends, the guy that you have and the guy that you don't have. So in this situation, do you think the Cardinals should stick with Rosen or they should move on from him? I, I mean, Rosen was incredibly uninspiring his first year in Arizona. From my standpoint, mm-hmm. I didn't watch a lot of Cardinals games. I'm not going to speak on this too in depth. <coughs> I was never. I mean, Jawan Lawson said that Arm Rosen or, or Josh Rosen had the the best arm talent in the last year's draft class. I I, I, I trust Jawan's instincts as he's a quarterback and he he does a lot. He likes to know a lot about the the quarterback and stuff like that. So I'm not saying he's not talented. He was just very uninspiring from an uninspiring class. So I, I mean, Kyler Murray could fit in Arizona. I think if Kingsbury is all in on a guy, it's hard it's hard in the NFL if your your coach and your whole fr- franchise and organization is all in on you that you can't succeed. 
So I, I think it would be fine. I don't know if they're all in on Rosen. I think they kind of were uh, took a safe pick with Rosen. At, what was it, six last year? No, there was, it was ten. They took him tenth? Yeah, they took him tenth. He was oh. the last quarterback in the in the crop in that top ten range oh, before Lamar was taken at 32nd. He's out of there. I see. I don't think that. I don't, don't think. think so? I don't think any logical general manager is that dumb to just trade away a guy that they spent a high draft pick on without getting an understanding of what they're capable of because they're not going to get a good return. This is going to be a second round pick or later. Yeah, not many people There's, are looking for quarterbacks. No, no, there actually are a decent amount of teams that are okay. in need of a quarterback. Okay. But the point that I mean, I'm trying to make is though is that in these negotiations, they're going to say, "Well, he's unproven, and you want Kyler really bad." So we're just going to ship, you know, we're going to ship you a second round pick. So they're not going to get a lot of in return after spending a top 10 pick. And then on the other thing side of things is Kyler Murray is more of a question mark than Josh Rosen. Oh. Because they've seen him for one year, they're confident in what he's done. I honestly see him having a similar track to that of Jared Goff, who everyone was labeling a bust after his first year. Jeff Fisher leaves, Sean McVay comes in. He has a better performance in his second year, and now he's starting to take those next steps. I think Josh Rosen's a guy that just needs a little bit of time to get comfortable before everyone needs to start freaking out and saying he's a bust. And he does have really good arm talent, but the big difference here is he's not five foot ten. And the big thing, though, is that, that nobody knows what's going to happen with Kyler. And I think that you're putting a lot of pressure on that franchise that if Kyler does not hit people are going to be calling for the heads of the general manager and, and Cliff Kingsbury. If you make that move, you need to win in the next two, three years because fans will be freaking out if it does not work. Simple enough. I don't have many qualms with your uh, with your analysis there, Joe. So I, okay. I, 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 it's commendable. Continuing in the football <laughs> there we go. verse, universe, in the NFL, and we keep talking about him. Are you more mad about but, this, or am I more I, mad I about can't, this? I can't stand him. I don't know him. which one of us is, because is, uh, if, who who's more calm about this situation? Because then they should I don't lead know. it in. I don't, I, I can lead this in. Okay, you want to lead it in? Antonio Brown okay. continues to take to Twitter. Not just Or Twitter. interviews to just say whatever the heck is on his mind. Right. And I cannot for whatever reason, understand why he continues to, to just make these bold-ass these bold statements. It's because he's good enough. He's not good enough to be to be this outlandish. I, he's not. He's good enough, but it's just the most infuriating thing you've ever seen in your life. I mean, you saw what Larry Fitzgerald was saying about Big Ben uh, in regards to Antonio Brown's comments on Big Ben. Larry Fitzgerald said, you don't know how good you have it, buddy. You know, I'm look at the quarterbacks I've been dealt. Yep. Now I had Kurt Warner for for two, three years, I think three years. That's it. That's the only quarterback he's ever had, and he still put up those kinds of numbers in his career. Are you? Mm-hmm. And, and Antonio Brown's working with Big Ben, maybe a top fifteen quarterback of all time. So maybe? Antonio Brown has been continuously just a, a little bit of background. There we go. He has a different quote each time. That is just in some type of ESPN graphic every single day. I I literally have have zoned out and muted mentally 
these comments because I'll get an update and I'll be like, oh, he said something stupid again. So I just ignore it at this point. Right. But the most recent one isn't even related to Ben Roethlisberger, but it still fits the whole scape of everything. Is he said, I don't even have to play football if I wanted to. Obviously, I want the game, but I don't need the game. So it, he just continues to say things that are are making him the most untradeable receiver in the history of the NFL. But you were even saying, though, that, that he really shouldn't be complaining about Big Ben. And the way that I look at it, it's just a guy that didn't like being told he couldn't do what he wanted to do. Right. He doesn't. It's a criticism. Wait, yeah. well, you never had somebody that yelled at you, dude? Are you Snowflake. kidding me? Yeah. Whining. God. Just whining. Oh, Big Ben came into the locker room after, and he, he said, I, I should have caught something. Uh, what? You, you're going to agree with your, every teammate is supposed to, to spoon feed you exactly what you want to hear? No, Ben's a leader. Ben, get, I, I liked seeing it when Ben was getting on the one, uh, what's his name, James Washington, the wide receiver yeah. that, that dropped the ball. Yeah. Yeah, that he said he should have caught it. I understand it could have been uh, phrased. He could have said, oh, well, it would have been nice if he came down with it. You know, if, he, if, if that was what he what he should have said. But so a guy is vocal at your workplace. What are you going to do? And he's just been on a tirade. And then the other thing is that he's always like, oh, I don't like it that he thinks he owns the place. He tells everyone what to do. He he's two, the franchise quarterback. <laughs> he's brought multiple. Wait, he is it one two, Super Two, two Super, Super Bowls. Bowls. Yeah, he two brought, Super Bowls yeah, he, to, to Pittsburgh. If you do that, no, is it one? No, no, he beat the no, Seattle yeah, right. in 05 and yeah. then beat Arizona in 09. Yeah, you're right. Two Super Bowls. Before you got there, Antonio, you have no goddamn right to tell Ben Roethlisberger that you think he's disrespecting you. How about you grow a pair and take some criticism? Because Gosh. the next team that you go to, your head coach is going to get in your face, and if you have a problem with that too, then you're going to get blackballed from this league. Jeez, you're over 30 also. He's over 30. Yeah, yeah. What? How... What kind of juice does he think he has left? Oh, he's going to be... I give it three years, and he's going to fall off. Three? Maybe. He's going to fall off. I can see he, three he's more. A, he's not know. the type of player... Cause once what it, if he's Steve Smith, though? But the minute he loses his burst, he is too small of a receiver. But he, he's not even like Steve Smith. Steve Smith was, was aggressive. He was he was strong. Yeah, Brown's just better at route running. Yes, but once Steve Smith lost his burst, he was still aggressive. He was still had his, his hands. He was still a good receiver. But I don't see that from Antonio Brown. He's going to be done in two years. I guarantee it. The minute he slows down, he is done. Well, he doesn't need to be done because he doesn't need to play. Exactly. Oh, I don't need the game. So much I don't money. need the game. I'm not going to lose any money. Oh, I don't need the game. I don't need to prove anyone anything. I'm Antonio Brown. People are defending him on Twitter like, know your worth. Like, what? <laughs> know your worth. <laughs> You were worse than Juju Smith-Schuster this last season. Yep, yep. No, you're worth. Oh, I'm off uh, Le'Veon Bell, too. I'm off him. Really? I'm off. Why? I just can't stand. Like, he's, he's posting Snapchats with the with the rolling papers in the sides, and he's doing all this nonsense. So I, you don't think he should be paid? Uh, I uh, He's going to get paid. I still think he's a phenomenal running back. But I just the antics. I'm, I'm off of Le'Veon Bell's antics. I'm off of seeing, uh, oh, where should I play at, you know, from both of them. And he's like, like on Twitter, he's like responding to fans and and oh, I you know what is that shtick? That's terrible shtick. I hate it. I hate this whole like it's a business, man. Mm-hmm. Treat it like a business and not like like you're a like one of us. I think too many people <laughs> think that one of us. I right? Think too many players, or not too many, but there's a select group of players that think nowadays that they're untouchable just because of the way that social media has built up their egos. I really hope that the NFL starts to make its way back to the way that it's been run 
that it does not tolerate people thinking they can just do whatever the hell they want and getting away with it. This is a disciplined sport, and the ones that, that stand out and that succeed are the ones that put in the work, they know who they're talking to, they know who, who is telling them what to do, and they take directions in a proper tone, and they understand how to represent themselves. Tom Brady's probably one of the best examples. Just does what he needs to I'd do. Say, I'd say 90% of the league is Team phenomenal, first guy, yeah. phenomenal examples. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying like the, the biggest one that comes to mind is Tom Brady right. because he has always been a team first guy. He's always done what he's had to do. The only instance that's a little bit questionable is him and the whole Jimmy Garoppolo situation. But still, it's just, it is one big black mark on the league right now that we have to keep hearing from guys like Antonio Brown because they think that there's their you know their stuff doesn't Does sink. Think he's dictating the market? No. If he was no. he's not going to be he, he's he not going to garner them. by yeah. now. He he would have been traded. Same or yeah. sa- same thing with with Dez last year. Yeah. Like uh, he's talking on his, running his mouth on social media. Like 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 he like he's controlling the market. Oh, I'm rejecting offers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and you're not playing. You're tweeting from the couch. Yep. I bet you Antonio it's, Brown. It's, it's Antonio like, Brown's going to get waived. No one's going to trade for him. Oh, okay. Well, the Redskins will be dumb enough. But if you look at it though, I think too many coaches are going to be afraid that he comes in and just pollutes their locker room. And then in addition to that, you have to take into account that I don't think anyone wants to waste that kind of money that he that they are expected to sign him at. Because they have to sign him to an extension. I don't know who he thinks he is. No. Like he's a I mean, he's he's third best receiver in the league. They should trade him to the AAF. Oh my god, can you imagine? That would be hilarious. Can you imagine that? We're we're gonna have to see like what the AAF shells out like a hundred and twenty five million no, the NFL dollars did, for Goodell says like, well, we'll find the money, we'll pay him, but you guys just have to deal with him. Right. Like that's his punishment. It's like God. sending him to Siberia. <laughs> so to close things out, we're gonna do a little bit of a fun uh, addition to get to the point. And I have this one friend, and he was a former teammate of Sean and I named Hayden Pryor and Hayden is from Rhode Island great kid loves football loves the NFL draft and I would say two to three times a week he loves to share his takes with me because he knows that I'm trying to get into the sports media verse and it's usually unprefaced no preparation like I don't even know that it's coming right you have Hayden I have Sam yeah, Just no, people, uh, Hayden's yeah. a lot worse. Hayden, Hayden is a lot worse. I promise you he's not. I could go through my text right now and pull all of them up. I promise you Sam Hutchinson is a he, thousand times worse. He sends me the most obscene takes. I'm so, telling you, mine is my source. It's not my source. Wait, do you want to bring my, Sam into this and just call this segment Horrendous Takes and we'll have two <laughs> takes from two different people? They just people. do a spinoff show talking about how terrible we are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is no knock on Hayden, but I told Hayden, your your takes are so bad sometimes that I think I need to bring them onto the podcast. So we, we agreed that that's a good idea. So going forward, this is going to be called Hayden's Horrendous Takes. Maybe Sam too. So the horrendous take I got from... Hayden today, and it's not as bad as usual. And this is a long with, one. Why wouldn't you start with a humdinger? What do you mean the humdinger? I don't know. He because I asked him to send me a bad take, and I think he okay. overthought it. Ah, uh, you want me to pull up an old one? Uh, I'm gonna pull up an old one. You want to pull up an old I'm one? Gonna pull I, up I'm old. telling you, we can't have Sam's takes on this show. Why? Uh, they're just they're terrible. They're terrible. It's all about soccer. It's all about the Cowboys and the NFC East. 
He doesn't like sports. Okay, here is the most recent one. Okay. The Pats, the Patriots will have Solomon Thomas by 2020. That is the most recent one that he texted me. And the one right before that was Patriots tag and trade Trent Brown for Xavier Rhodes. <laughs> like, where where did these kind con- like like there's no <laughs> there's no thought put into these. Do you lose? Would you get rid of Trent Brown? I wouldn't. I don't think I would. So I don't. I don't even think they're going to tag him either. What are you either. talking about, Hayden? They're going to move him over to right tackle, and then Save Isaiah Wynn's going to play. Yeah. Oh, no. They don't even need a corner that bad. No, Stephon Gilmore was the highest. So here's the long the one. highest graded. Here's the long one that Hayden sent me, and, it, and it's, I bet Chiefs remake their whole defense to stop the run. They, I think, led the league in sacks. So that's unconfirmed. I have no clue if they led the, the league in sacks or not. They couldn't have. But it, I don't think they did. But it, did, <laughs> but it didn't help because the other team was always passing because their offense was so good. When they lost, it was in games where the other team was slowing their offense down, which to them was under like 30 points. So D Ford and Houston can both go, even though that the Chiefs already said that they're going to tag D Ford, and they'll free cap to pay their young offensive guys. Also, I think Denver drafts Devin White, round one, not a quarterback. So some interesting takes from from Hayden. Are we gonna even It's a big take? I, I mean <laughs> Are we gonna even talk about him? Do you wanna dissect that one first? I, I don't I don't see them moving on from both of them it's already been pretty clear that they're going to try and trade Houston for something for some draft capital and then I think they're going to try and draft a pass rusher or some defensive line depth in the first round I they're not going to move on from D4 D4 was too good last season despite the one stupid thing that he did in the playoffs right so he's probably going to still be around there's no one else that they can really move on from but the big key here is just adding some defensive line depth and also bringing in uh, some corners and some safeties would, would be the perfect fit for the um, for the Chiefs. And then as far as the uh, Devin White and Broncos situation, they're going to take a quarterback. I, I guarantee that. Mm. As, as intriguing of a prospect that Devin White is, that defense is already pretty good, and their offense just sucks. And that's what's really holding them back right now. I trust Vic Vangio to put out a good team defensively this season with what they have, like top 10 quality team defensively but I'm very worried about that offense and then a lot of things need to be done if they want to take some some next steps going forward I I mean Broncos could take a quarterback Broncos couldn't take a quarterback I still don't think they have any wide receivers for a quarterback um, and then for the Chiefs defense I you just got to add as many quality players as you can so I not the most horrendous take I've ever heard. He's going to give us worse ones. You think so? Hey, I'm going to make sure he gives us worse okay, ones. Okay, don't tell him he's on the show. Because I, I need it genuine. Or else he's going to okay. start doing a whole bunch of... You okay. Know, you know what he's going to do? He's going to Oh, start. so you want me to just like pull the ones that he texts me? Don't ask him to send don't, me one? Don't be like... Okay. Don't be like, oh, you know, you're a character on the show now. Because then okay. he's going to start trying to beef him up a little. Well, he listens. He's going to know. Well, let's see if he listens. I, I, yeah. All right. Well, that's the end of Hayden's horrendous takes. Maybe we'll get Sam involved. So it could be Hayden and Hutchinson's horrendous takes. No, you don't like that? Not bringing Hutchinson on. He's, I also he's received some <laughs> DM questions from Hayden, and we're just going to take one of them because he sent me a bunch of them. And the one that I really liked from him was, if Tannehill gets released, will they draft a quarterback or sign someone like Case Keenum, Teddy Bridgewater, or you know who else is in that crop? So what say you, Jonathan? If he gets released, I'd probably sign Bridgewater if I'm Miami. I think Bridgewater is actually a quality quarterback. I like. I, I do really, and he would. He's from Miami. 
that would be a perfect fit if Teddy Bridgewater ended up there. Yeah. Um. I mean, with I mean, Flacco is basically going to Denver, right? He is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah he is yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Well, I I know it's still you got to wait till the thirteenth. Well, it was a trade though. Yeah, you still got to wait till the thirteenth. Oh, really? It's finally confirmed. Oh. I I don't know why I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, I guess they could bring in Case Keenum. They could do that. I'd be fine with it. Uh, yeah, I think I I do think Bridge- Bridgewater is probably their best their best option at quarterback. If you release Tannehill, I wouldn't release Tannehill. No, they're gonna they're gonna trade him. Why? I think they're gonna trade him. Why? Because he's costing too much money. He's got a pretty big contract for a guy that's realistically going to be your backup quarterback. And they've already made it pretty clear that they're going to move on from him and he's not going to be their guy. There's been reports saying that. All right, all right. I'm just saying. I think Tanhill I don't think Tanhill's that bad. He's not. He's just he hasn't been on the field. He's been hurt and he's thirty now. So oh, yeah. you're not getting what you want from him. I do think though that this team, the Dolphins, if Kyler Murray is not asininely taken with the first overall pick and he falls and slips a little bit, I see the Dolphins scooping him up at 13. That's a perfect spot for him. He would fit nicely into that that personnel grouping. So that, I think that's going to be it for us, Sean. I like that you put in just one time stamp. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, that one just slipped your mind? No. Oh. That is going to be it for us here at Get to the Point. Wayne, do you have any final thoughts? No final thoughts, Sean. No final thoughts? Hey, uh, I have one. Jake Fire, it'd be nice for you to show up next week or this week. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. I am Joe DeLeon. Check us out on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, the podcast app, Google Play, anywhere you can find a podcast. Feel free to DM us at GTTP Podcast. Send us your questions, comments, concerns. We want to get more DMs. Bewilderments. Yes, more DMs. Aiden did a good job reaching out to us. We want to give you all the opportunity to reach out to us. You send us a DM, we're going to answer it. Yeah, we're going to acknowledge it. We'll say your name out loud. We'll feel <laughs> special for our 50 listeners. Right. <laughs> no, we're kind of getting up there. Guys. Yeah, we are. We, we are. We're, 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 we're in the good shuffle. Yeah, we've been in the 70s range. I missed. That's going to be it. Check out Anchor Sports Network at Anchor Sports Network. No, Anchor Sports Net and www.anchorsportsnetworks.com. Have a wonderful rest of your day.